0: Good day and welcome to DFO's podcast. I am your uncle for today. I am Ajifo Sharon Chidima, and with me here are Pastor Araye and Pastor Blessing. Listen carefully and study with us as we take you through the pages of the Bible. Remain ever blessed.
1: And I know And welcome again to Dramatic Faith Outreach, a time with the Word, a time of reflection. And I trust that God will reach you wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Last week, we did a quick talk on having faith in God as the most essential. Faith is what brings acceptance before God with us. You don't get acceptance by your works, you get accepted by faith in god praise god and we did that extensively in our previous editions You we were to listen to it and be blessed today i'll just be bringing something very crucial to our notice. within the week, god um, put it as a body in my heart that there is a need for us to develop a root in the word of god We are presently in a generation where people are tossed to and fro by various and varied winds of doctrine. But if you do not get rooted, you will be carried away by the storm of varied doctrines. And so, um, as a way of bringing this to us, God impressed this in my heart that we look at developing scriptural roots in the Word of God. Praise God. We'll just quickly read the scripture. And then we shoot from there. Matthew chapter 13. Matthew 13 and verse start from verse 1. It's going to be a long one, so I'll do well to be fast. The same day when Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, and great multitudes were gathered together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the multi- and the whole multitude stood on the shore, and he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold the sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell on the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places, where there had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up, because they had no deepness of earth. And when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no roots, they withered away, and some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprung up and choked them. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruits, some one hundredfold, some sixtyfold, some thirtyfold, who had ears to hear, let him hear. Praise God. Now the disciples came at this point to ask Jesus what this means. And then he began explaining in verse eighteen. He said, Year ye therefore the parable of the sower. i mean, in verse nineteen. Now when anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it it's not. The, then cometh the wicked one, and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart, that this is he which receives seed by the wayside. But he that receiveth the seed into stony places, the same is he that heareth the word, and anon with joy received it. Yet has he not root in himself, but dureth du- for a while, for when tribulation or persecution ariseth, Because the word of because of the word of God, by and by he is offended, and also that received seed among the thorns is he that heareth the word, and the care of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. But he that receiveth seed into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, and also bear fruit and bring forth some an hundredfold, some sixty psalm 30 praise God now this is so important because we're dealing with the word of God Jesus said the first category of uh, of, of people who receive the word of God they receive it, but they don't understand it and it's painful that we see a lot of people who go to church every Sunday they receive the word of God but they don't understand what he's saying they don't understand what is in that word for them they don't see themselves in the light of the world they don't see themselves in the picture of the word. they just receive it but they understand it And because they don't understand it, it can't profit them. So they go about their daily activities. They don't even regard the word because they didn't even understand in the first place. And that cannot profit you. Praise God. So wherever you are listening to this, it's addressing you. You cannot receive the word without understanding it and expect it to profit you. The word of your salvation, do you really understand what it means to be born again? Have you really understood what it means to be saved to have Jesus coming to your life, to have Jesus inside in you, do you have an understanding of that word? Now, if you don't have an understanding of the word, it can't profit you. It's just going to be uh, something you receive, just passed through you and just went that way. It's not going to profit you. That's number one. Number two, they said they were the ones that received the word, but the word had no root in them. Now, this is where we want to focus on. The word of God must gain root in your heart for you to be established and productive. Paul was writing in Colossians. He said that you be rooted and planted in him. You need to generate roots in the word of God. And the way to generate roots in the word of God is to receive it, understand it, and apply it. When you receive the word of God, you understand the word of God, you see yourself in the light of the scriptures, and then you get rooted in the word of God. Because and the way to understand him is to ask questions. Remember the, the inner. Utopia, you know, he was reading the scriptures, and Philip came to him and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I understand? Except the man guides me. And then Philip began to teach unto him the words of eternal life from that scripture. So we need to gain spiritual and scriptural understanding of God's word. Praise God. So I want to give you and put you to this as an assignment. Go back reflecting on God's word. All that you received through the are they rooted in your heart? Because the day of persecution is going to come. The only thing that's going to save you is the word that has found roots in your spirit, man. And I'm sure that this is going to be a blessing to you. As you reflect on this, the Lord brings his word clearer to you and brings interpretation and understanding to your hearts in the name of Jesus. Thank you so much. We'll be doing our best to bring out God's word in bits so that it can be a blessing to you at your various locations. God bless you. Richly. Have a blessed week. And stay ever blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that God's word is going to develop roots in your heart. It's going to blossom. You're going to gain scriptural and spiritual understanding of what that word pertains to your life and destiny. Stay ever blessed. Jesus reigns forever. Amen.
0: welcome to the question segment we have come up with interesting questions during our live bible study and we decided to share it with you the first question is um pastor can you please just explain to us what jesus meant when he said he returned a mother against the daughter a father against the son
1: praise god um jesus made that statement in Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 10 sorry verse uh, 33 he said but whosoever shall deny me before men him will i also deny before my father which is in heaven think not that i am come to send peace on the earth i am come i came not to send peace but a sword for i am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law and a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me is not worthy of me, and he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Now this is simple enough as it explains itself. Jesus emphasized um, following him. god emphasized on following him if you take a commitment to follow jesus you must face oppositions from the world that's what it means and he's saying he didn't just come to make everything fun and fair we also know that during his days he had these kind of things people were ostracized from the synagogue they were shut out of the synagogue because they were disciples of jesus remember that Nicodemus came in by night was it, it, it was a ruler of the jews but he sneaked into to be in jesus's meeting as a jew he wasn't allowed to publicly associate with him because he was going to be ostracized from their synagogue and so that same thing that happens in our world today you can see young people who have a, who have decided to chase after the lord they have a lot of oppositions around them so that's basically what he's just trying to say praise god
0: all right thank you so much um, can we talk about Galatians five nineteen to twenty? It's talking about the fruit of the spirit. Can you throw more light on it, sir?
1: Alright, Galatians chapter five from verse nineteen down to twenty. Basically, nineteen to twenty talks about the f- the characters of the flesh. it Said um, and now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these: adults adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envying, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now, the next verse said, but the fruit of the Spirit is, it began to call, Especially in verse 24, he said, And they that are Christ, have crucified the flesh, with the affections and the lusts. So you see, our focus, Paul was basically emphasizing on the characteristics of the flesh, the nature and the attributes of the flesh. And he told us, basically in verse 24, that we had crucified all those things. So right now, we ought to focus on developing the fruit of the Spirit, because that would automatically take the place of the fruit of the flesh. The flesh is no longer there. So once the life of a thing is cut out of that tree, it can't produce fruit anymore. And so whatever you see as the fruit of the flesh when it is no longer there is a mirage. Our emphasis should be in developing the fruit of the spirit because right now we have the life of the spirit in our veins, praise God. And yielding and submitting the Holy Ghost is the only way to do that. Because the fruit is there, all we do is to bear it. It is the life in us that produces the fruit. We need to do is to bear it. Praise God.
0: All right, please throw light on Galatians 6, verse 17.
1: All right, Galatians 6, 17. From henceforth, let no man trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. Praise God hallelujah i know paul was saying before now from verse 15 for in christ jesus neither circumcision availeth anything nor circumcision but a new creature praise god you know all those things don't eat these you know there was a scripture paul was also saying don't eat these, don't touch these, don't take that he said you can only do such for your brother's sake for conscience sake whatever is served to you he receive it with thanksgiving amen I know there were a lot of pressures during this time in the church they were bothering the people with a lot of rules and regulations things to do to be accepted before god but paul is saying that let no man trouble me because i bear in my body the mark of the lord why is he saying that because neither circumcision or circumcision availates anything but a new creature and we are a new creature in christ jesus by faith in god by faith in christ jesus faith in his death his burial and his resurrection has made us new creature right because we are a new creature say, so let no man trouble me because that's what matters to god don't trouble me with your circumcisions and non-circumcisions don't trouble me with all those eat not touch not and do not because i bear in my body the mark of the living god that's what matters my faith in Jesus, that made me a new creature. Praise God. From this moment henceforth, the life that flows is a life that comes from inside out, not from outside in. Praise God. You just begin to develop the fruit of the Spirit and manifest the attributes of God that are deposited in your spirit. Man, let no man trouble me. Praise God. We do's and don'ts, circumcision or circumcision, because what matters is a new creature in Christ Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
0: well i sure had a refreshing time in god's presence and i trust you had the same you can contact us on our email dramatic at gmail.com you can send in your questions your contributions and your testimonies and remember always stay tuned to dfo's podcast remain ever blessed and thank you for listening